Welcome everyone to episode 412 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Uh, today's topic is going to be our E3 annual E3 recap. Uh, we're going to do it a little different th- differently this year, though. We're going to be, instead of recapping every single little thing that gets announced, we're going to kind of stray towards uh, stuff we were interested in or stuff that literally just doesn't work, didn't work for us at all. Um because, you know, it can get boring, boring, and, and also it's hard to recall everything that we saw, you know? So, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about some of the stuff that excited us, some of the stuff that didn't work for us. Uh, yeah, that's what we got. Uh, Will? Yeah. Yo. Any teasers? Uh, I started playing God of War. Okay. Uh, I know last week I said I wasn't sure if I was going to do Persona or yeah. go into God of War. I decided on God of War didn't get to play i was gonna try and have a beat for this week because i saw it was only like 20 hours and i was like "Ah, i could probably do that but uh that did not line up but i did play it nice okay so we'll probably talk about that later yeah i mean with e3 it was it was tough um yeah i I just said last week we were going to get back into the uh, rookie camp routine but sunday night was you know devolver digital's uh weird thing that they did (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and you know (laughs) i was just keeping track of stuff so and we didn't end up doing rookie camp this weekend so hopefully we get back into that um so yeah well let's get into it uh so the first one was microsoft uh microsoft was at 4 p.m uh, eastern time on saturday it was uh oh before we start um ultimately i think it was kind of i don't want to say disappointing but it wasn't the most exciting e3 i don't think I thought I thought every conference had one game that I really liked. Yeah. And Nintendo being the one that I think blew everybody away. Yeah. Um it, it, I would it say felt, felt safe, right? Yeah, I would say that the I in past years there's been multiple conferences that you came away with like saying wow, but this year I think only Nintendo did that. Yeah. Um I don't want to say I was disappointed. Yeah, uh, disappointed, and it's a little strong, I think. Because there was a lot of games that I came away from being... The problem was, a lot of it was teasers. There were a lot of teasers this year and gave us no context for what the game's going to be. Right. I think that might have been the problem. Like, there's a couple games, like, we'll get into, like, with Ubisoft that you saw that look promising, but we literally know nothing about it. Yeah. So, that's kind of how I looked at it. Okay um yeah i'm kind of in the same boat uh it felt felt very safe i thought in general yeah so so yeah microsoft was at 4 p.m eastern on saturday it was uh they started off with a trailer for outer worlds which uh i thought looked pretty cool it looks to be part borderlands part fallout that's kind of the the gist i got of it i don't know what what you thought about that will yeah i kind of was just like this looks like um pretty much fallout new vegas in space yep it's kind of how i i because there was one thing i noticed like the weird running animations that the game had like the fallout games had like i noticed yeah. that like the yep. stiff body and yep. like stiff uh, stiff facial expressions too i thought i thought were on there too yep so it's just like yeah that's uh looks like a fallout new vegas in outer space and yeah borderlands is another game that you can kind of throw uh for comparison here yeah 
Um, but other than that, I mean, it looked good. It's going to be developed by Obsidian, which we, we like definitely. So uh, that's that's going to be one of interest. That's coming out this year. I didn't write down o- the date. October 25th. October 25th. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I thought that uh, that that impressed me. Uh, it was a good way, good way to start. It was a game I was very much looking forward to. So mm-hmm. any other thoughts on Outer Worlds? Uh, to be honest, no. Um, I didn't see Microsoft's press conference, so uh i haven't seen stuff from all of these games too i do want to say that um i saw uh, ubisoft square nintendo gotcha um yeah i mean microsoft was was the lengthy one it was like an hour and 40 minutes i think so um yeah i actually thought uh microsoft's was going to be better too i came away a little a little disappointed from everything sure uh, okay, so next up, they showed a trailer for Orion Will, Will of the Wisps, which looks fantastic. It really, really, really looks good. I, I'm looking forward to that. One of the the bylines that they that they talked about a few times in this was that all these games would be coming to, or all, all the first party titles and then ID Xbox titles would also be coming to Game Pass. So that was kind of a uh that very much excited me to see you know microsoft game microsoft game microsoft game coming to game pass at launch coming to game pass at launch coming to game pass at launch because a lot of these games i wouldn't play yeah Um, you know i have a limited gaming budget most of my stuff gets spent on nintendo so uh it's nice to to have game pass uh and and be able to play these so yeah like recently they put uh metro exodus and hollow knight on game pass so like eric and i resubscribed and i downloaded those two outer worlds uh moonlighter uh-huh. like those yep. games are all, all on there and like it's running a deal for one dollar right now yeah uh yeah that's that's later on on my list but yeah <laughs> i'll get i'll do the rundown for that um so there was that uh minecraft dungeons is another one that that intrigued me so it's it's uh almost diablo like game but it's it's minecraft with blocks and stuff also going to be on game pass Uh, i really was impressed with the way that looked that's something Mm -hmm. i'll play i kind of went into this one too this e3 more than e3s in the past i really looked at it from a different perspective uh and that's of what of these games am i going to be able to both play around my kids and play with my kids yeah so i i definitely looked at it more through that lens than i have in the past um because both my my older son and and my daughter are really into games so i was showing them things from from e3 you know that i thought they would enjoy uh it was mostly nintendo stuff uh no surprise there but but yeah that was that was something that was in the back of my mind through all these so minecraft dungeons is is one will uh, you know if if i just end up playing it that's fine but it's also one i can play with play with my kids too so yeah, so I'm actually pretty uh, interested in this one, too. It looks a lot better than when I first heard about it. Yeah. I was like, that sounds dumb. But now, like, <laughs> have, like since having seen a lot from more from it, I'm like, okay, this game actually looks pretty cool. It, it does look cool. Um, that was kind of a surprise for me, too. I hadn't heard anything about it. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I kind of tune out everything from, from Minecraft anyway. Yeah, uh, it's but... a habit from us because we've never really cared. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I tried playing playing uh, Minecraft a few different times, but um, it's just one of those games that's too big for me to get into, you know? We're also not creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- there's the survival mode, which I think I would like, but, uh, yeah, it's it's 
not really for me. Same here, Dan. I build a house and I call it quits usually. Yeah, I'll, I'll wander around, build a little something that looks terrible, and then move on to something else. <laughs> yep. Um, hey, I, I've got to change a Skype setting real quick. Yeah. Um, next up is uh, Blair Witch. Did you see the, the stuff for Blair Witch? No, all I know is it's a horror game, um, and that's kind of really all I knew about it i know somebody told me to watch so it got announced before i want to say oh Should did I, it maybe at the game awards okay i want to say maybe and to check it out then but i didn't and i didn't really see anything here either so okay. i'm a little bit behind on blair witch yeah uh it i mean it looks like a survival horror game i guess for lack of a better word but it looks intriguing at the very least um mm-hmm. i've recently kind of gotten into into scarier games so um, sorry if my my audio keeps changing volumes too like it was microsoft was setting it so that it automatically adjusted the volume so i kept moving it down and it kept going back up uh, i i finally turned it off so if you hear my voice getting quieter and louder that's that's why um apologies for that but but yeah no the the the, the teaser trailer for it looked looked really cool and uh yeah it's, I'm at least interested. It didn't really give a good impression of what the game would be like other than scary. Yeah, there's a dog. So, yep, there was a dog in it, uh, like a German Shepherd that was supposed to help the guy look for look for a kid, I guess. But, Probably yeah. going to die. I hope not. I, th- I would think they know better than that at this point. Yeah. To kill the game, dog. Games have come around to uh, the dog's going to die to they don't kill the dog. Yeah, it's it's better that way. Definitely. Oh, this keeps changing. It's so frustrating. Should we pause? No. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell Skype once again to stop changing my volume levels. Okay. All right. Check, 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 check. Testing. Okay. All right, we're good. Anyway. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, then it moved on uh, to, at least in my opinion, one of the best things in the entire E3 conference. Uh, clusters i guess uh it's at cyberpunk 2077 they showed a, a decent decently long demo um not not gameplay but uh you know a cinematic demo i guess um but at the end of it you know the the main character or the character that you play in the game i guess gets knocked out or whatever uh and he wakes up and he's someone's like helping him up and you you look up and it's uh keanu reeves and he's helping you up and says, you know, you got to get, get back to it or whatever, whatever he, he says. And then uh, then it cuts away to the stage and Keanu Reeves walks on stage uh, looking awesome and gives drops a release date for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it was one of my top moments in the entire show. I, yeah. What did the fans start yelling to Keanu Reeves? Um, you're beautiful or you're wonderful or something. Yeah, it was something like that. What, oh, what was it? Breathtaking. Yeah, you're breathtaking, and he, then yeah, he responded with, you're all breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, you're breathtaking. Uh, there's He says the game is breathtaking, and then someone yells, you're breathtaking. And he's like, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite moments in the entire show. It was so good. Keanu Reeves is one of the most wholesome people in Hollywood, and I never really realized that until like maybe a year ago, like reading some of his stories. Guy's been through a lot. Yeah, he has, and it's it's weird too it, it, have you ever like had a question in your head 
and you wonder about the question but then like three days later that you find the answer like randomly reading yeah. an article or something yeah i feel like keanu reeves has been that he's been f- like kind of floating around uh in in the the miasma i guess yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word and he's he's popped up on a lot of different things for for that i've come across and um so it was it was cool to see him i like i'm you know i've liked liked his movies and stuff but i never considered myself the the biggest Keanu Reeves fan but just that was just a, an amazing moment so and we timed the video just right that I'm playing in the in the stream and <laughs> it's him on stage there is. so Sir Reeves but yeah that was that was really really great yeah he's a he's a he's gonna be awesome for that game and everyone's really excited so um that's good have you noticed that a lot of actors and like stars are appearing in games now yeah yeah I mean uh Death Stranding is another one that has a lot of you know pretty pretty important famous actors and yeah it's it's cool um you Breakpoint know point the... has what's his face from walking dead yeah i can't, can't remember, remember his name but yeah there's, there's a lot this is like the year of the the stars being in the games yeah no it's it's good stuff um so yeah there was that uh a lot of a lot of indies on here the first one being spirit fair do you see anything for Spirit Fair? Uh, no, actually. Okay, it's um, it's almost like you, you build stuff on a boat, I guess, and it's it's kind of hard to explain, but because I, I don't really know, but it's it looks like a almost like Stardew Valley. Ooh. Um, this is not not graphically, but you you build build. It looks like a mix of of like Stardew Valley and uh, uh what's that other one? The Terrarian space. Oh, Starbound. Starbound, thank you. Yeah, looks like a like like a mix of those games, and you. It looks like you build like maybe build a society of some sort on uh, on the on these like rafts or ships or whatever, and you mine resources and gather stuff. Uh, very nice looking, very nice music. So that's another one that I was really interested in. How did I see nothing from that? Uh, I don't know. It's. It, I think it came up a couple times. It's going to be coming up in the in the video. I think next after the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven thing. Oh yeah, the, another thing about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is they announced a release date of April sixteenth, twenty twenty. That's awesome. We have a really rough March and April of next year. Yes, we do. It's uh, September, no September too. It's gonna yeah, be, it's going to be tough. Well, in November, even. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, to be honest. I'm going to be spending a lot. I think this coming, I don't know, eight, nine months is probably going to be where I spend the most money on video games that I have since we probably started <laughs> the podcast when we were buying literally every single game. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's crazy. But anyway, yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, they're coming out with a new Xbox Elite controller. Which looks awesome. I I they got into the specifics of what it does. Uh, there's like modes and stuff. I didn't care about it that. I would just care about how how awesome the controller is. I, Eric has one. Mm-hmm. I remember just holding it and how awesome and heavy and solid it felt for for a game controller. It was great. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> brings brings around all the ladies. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I am interested in getting one of those controllers because. I would love to have one at some point. 
Yeah, I've never really had a good Xbox controller. All my other ones like break on me and get stick drift. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, oh, this is where they announced Game Pass Ultimate. So Game Pass Ultimate is uh, Xbox Game Pass, PC, Xbox Game Pass, and Xbox Live Gold, and you can get those three for fifteen dollars. Uh, that includes all first-party titles and and uh, ID, Xbox ID Indies at launch, which is as I said, it's a great deal. Uh, they have a, a deal right now where you can get it for one dollar, I believe, until the end of end of July, which, which is, is an absolute steal. Crazy, yeah. Uh, so I I definitely signed up for that, um, and I'll probably just stick with that. Uh, like like I said, Game Pass allows me to play a lot of games that I wouldn't otherwise have played. Outer Wilds being one of them. I don't yeah. I, as as cool as that game looks. I don't know that I would have bought it on my own. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've since played it and, and love it. So, well, I, I look like at game a game like Gears Five that got you know announced and all that jazz with it, uh, and when it's coming out, I would not be spending money on Gears Five single dime. Right. But because right. it's coming to Game Pass, I'm probably gonna at least play it for yeah. a little bit. Right, at least at least give it a shot, definitely. Because I've never been a huge Gears fan, but now like I have the opportunity to actually play it. So, it's a it's a great service. It's probably. I was talking to one of my friends over the weekend. We're comparing Sony and Microsoft, and I said Sony's games are like IPs are so much better, but Microsoft kills it with like the services that they have recently. Yep. yep. Like they give out better games on Xbox Live uh, and Game Pass is just an unbelievable deal at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Xbox Live, uh, PC Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, fifteen dollars a month. That's that's well worth worth it for me, you know. I was doing monthly for Xbox Live anyway, which is ten dollars. Yeah. I've been shopping around for a deal, and there really hasn't been any good ones. Um, so yeah, I was just paying paying monthly for Xbox Live since our free trial ran up from when we got our Xbox, and yeah, so it was like adding five five more dollars a month for for Game Pass and and PC yeah. Game Pass. So yeah, steal. Uh, so next up on the list, Double Find was acquired by microsoft which was didn't expect that no that was kind of mind-blowing for me <laughs> yeah you were like huh interesting yeah yeah so uh but that was cool um i like double finds games their new game rad is coming out sometime this summer looking forward to that one getting psychonauts too psychonauts too yeah they give a little trailer for psychonauts too um i don't really have much context i never played the first one so i didn't really know what was going on in it but same here looks great <laughs> but yeah the same thing i had no clue i honestly have never played psychonauts or really seen anything from it so that was the first time i really kind of got exposed to it yeah uh so yeah there's that uh next up on the list dragon ball z kakarot yeah uh i think i'm the only one that's really pumped for it but i don't know i don't know if it's gonna be good they also won't say how far the game goes until. So I'm yeah. a little bit worried that it's not going to go to the Boo Saga. Right. Which I think would be dumb and a mistake, but I think the game looks pretty cool. Um, but I don't know. I really have no context for how good the game's actually going to be. Yeah, it's hard to, hard to know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get a good read from it's watching it. It'll suck, but I'll I don't know. like it. 
I, I didn't I didn't get a good read from from the video of what the game's even gonna be like, you know. Yeah, like how open world is it? Like, do you play as other yeah, characters? What, like, what sort of RP are in it? Yeah, because like honestly, if they go through Cell, like Gohan kills Cell, so like, is Goku uh, gonna be useless? Spoilers. People are actually complaining <laughs> that they're doing another Dragon Ball Z story game. <laughs> really? Yeah, because there's been a lot of Dragon Ball games that have just done this, the Z sagas. Okay. So, like, it's like, they're like, yeah, it's nice, but we want something told from a different story told. Sure. So, which I get, because Z's story's been going on for 20 years, like, games are being made for it, but... I don't get old or sick of it, and I want to keep seeing games. I, I think like an open world RPG for Dragon Ball Z would be sweet. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna find out. It's coming out next year. Oh uh, yeah, the, you know, they gave a 2020 release date for it. So. Yeah, I would say first half of 2020 from what I've gathered. So we'll be seeing it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So there was that. Uh, 12 minutes was the next game that came up it's a it's a indie and id xbox game it's a guy stuck in a time loop and it's i must reset every 12 minutes uh, it looks really interesting because it, it starts with a guy uh sitting at the dinner table with his wife his wife has a gift for him he knows what's in it uh, and then someone knocks at their door and that's i couldn't really tell what was going on after that but I don't know if you have to do different things uh, in the game world to try to get out of the little time loop that you're stuck in. Yeah. But it's really, really interesting looking indie game. So excited about be, that one. Yeah, it's going to be one of those games that I wait to see what people are saying about it before I look more into it. Yep. Uh, Way to the Woods is another one, another indie game that came up where you play as a deer. With uh, It looks like you are trying to take care of your baby deer. Um. Very nice, very yeah, very nice art style. Very very good music. That's definitely one I'll be interested in playing when it when the time comes. Yeah. Oh, stupid stupid microphone. Still having issues. It's the volume just still keeps going up. I don't know what's wrong. So uh, maybe after we finish Microsoft, we'll stop for a second and I'll try to try to evaluate the, what the problem is. Yeah. Um, next on the list, I was really crazily excited about this one the lego forza lego expansion for forza did you see that i did uh i don't know yeah um my kids are really into legos uh my son loves the lego movies so this is like a perfect fit and i think i think it's something he's gonna play and absolutely love this is yeah this is definitely something that you'll get enjoyment out of Mm -hmm. but i probably won't yeah, I just actually downloaded Forza Horizon 4 again. Wow, what and a game. So uh, I'll play that a little bit, but also play the Lego expansion. Yeah. The Forza expansions are actually pretty good. So I will say that. I know the one for Forza Horizon 3, those uh, expansions were all, were all really good. So they put out good stuff on, on the Horizon games. Yeah. Uh, next on the list was the Fantasy Star Online is coming. Fantasy Star Online Two is coming to Xbox. Uh, that didn't necessarily do anything for me, but that's a hugely popular game, and I know a lot of people wanted it on the Switch. So um, I think they'll be at least kind of happy that it's coming to the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Uh, X Cloud 
which allows you to stream games uh, from your Xbox to any device. That's coming out in October. They didn't really get into too many details about that. Um, and then the last one that I want to cover is that the new Halo will be a launch title for the new Xbox. They did like a, I don't know, a couple minute long trailer, trailer where they had like the, the engineering team, I guess, uh, for the for the X, new Xbox you know talk about it like they did with the the xbox one x um talking about you know the various things that went into the system and why they put those in there uh you know they had one one lady actually talking about how she plays open world rpgs and to have a solid state drive in the system from the get-go was a huge thing because of load times Mm -hmm. so totally can sympathize with that they pretty much did what sony did a, like a month back where they said gave, like gave out details of yeah. what they're doing without like being like new console yep you know they just kind of like yeah this is what we're thinking or what we're trying to do here's the new halo it'll be launching with it yep yeah so real quick dan i'm actually really su- well one thing i want to bring up that i really am into and that's tales of arise yeah which is the tales new tales game the coming tales game looks fantastic looks amazing they changed up combat and it looks really pretty so i'm pumped for that one coming in 2020 like pretty much everything else um where's uh star wars jedi fallen order mm-hmm. what'd you think i think it looks good it looks uh, it looks like it has like dark soulsies dark soulsy type combat so an interesting thing i was listening to kaku split screen and Jason and Maddie both said that they talked to developers of the game and said the game is a lot more open world than they showed off. The demo that they showed off was only on rails to show like a little bit of the game, but I guess uh-huh. it's a lot more open than oh. um, everyone's expecting. So that's cool. an interesting thing. And did you care what you saw from Elden Ring? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did I put that on some something else? You yeah. might have. I wasn't sure. I wanted no, to bring I up didn't. Elden Ring though. No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, there wasn't there wasn't much to go on there. It was more, you know, kind of setting the tone for the world, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm re- I want to see something from the actual game. You know, that's one of the things I put in the list of probably could have waited on saying like that being announced. Yeah, personally, but um, yeah, those are the three things I wanted to bring up real quick. Okay, uh, and then I had a couple things that I didn't care much for one of them was bleeding edge from ninja theory uh i like the concept of mechanics i just don't think i'll play it it's a multiplayer melee uh uh like i think it's three versus three or four versus four game mm-hmm. i think it's four versus four yeah uh i like i said i like that it's melee i like that it's the the combat and the colors and stuff and mechanics seem interesting i just i know i won't play it yeah, the the, we, the multiplayer only type games like aren't our wheelhouse yeah, anymore because no. we don't really play. I hardly play games online with people, so yeah. I just don't have enough time to stay with the the difficult the the, the skill skill curve. Yeah, I've been learn, taking the time to learn the metas and everything. Yep. So to- totally with you there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The gear stuff didn't didn't do a ton for me. I'll probably play it when it comes out, but I I wasn't particularly interested in it yeah gears i like is, gears gears is like the one thing that i'm like even halo i am kind of pumped for infinite i think there could be a lot of potential there it could be a lot of fun but gears like i am just kind of over gears at this point yeah 
I, w- I want to see the more from the Gears Tactics game, which I guess is still being developed, and they just didn't want to show it off because they are just working on it. So gotcha. Okay. Um, there was that. This I thought the Project Scarlet trailer it was fine. A lot of people complained about not seeing anything from it, um, but I thought it, it was fine. I mean, what are they going to show? Like hardware pieces? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Like and talked about the. People want to see a box. That's what they wanted to see. What the system looked like. We're still a year out. Like... Yeah, over a year, year and a half, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, calm your jets, people. Uh, and then the Crossfire X announcement huh. also didn't really do anything for me. Uh, apparently, that's a really, really popular game worldwide. Really? Yeah. Never heard of it. it has uh, like six hundred million. It's mostly popular in Asia, I guess. Like it's got like 600 million players so i have no chance of being good no none whatsoever <laughs> but it was like it was like a modern day it looked like arma to me okay which is interesting but again not uh, the online aspect of it just just makes me not interested so yeah especially if there's people who have been playing it who already have a base of being good yeah yeah that's one i would never have any chance with so pass yeah um so that was microsoft's press press conference i i thought it was good it was probably probably my second favorite um because like i said there was a lot there was a variety of things there for me um not just your shooters or what have you there was there's a lot of things there i i could get excited about and the game pass stuff as i said was awesome so Mm -hmm. definitely like that so uh yeah we're gonna take a quick break like i said um i'm gonna try to figure out what audio issues i'm having here and see if i can fix them i don't know it's weird that my microphone is just keeps volume keeps going up so uh, we'll take a quick break and be right back and we're back everybody i think i got my audio issues sorted so hopefully we can get through the rest without uh any more distractions because that was really annoying so. Dan, one thing I wanted to bring up real quick. Yeah. Nothing from Age of Empires 4 for like the second year in a row. That game's that game doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't heard yet. Yeah, like you said, I haven't heard anything about it in years. I'm getting very sick of them trotting out Age of Empires 2 still. Yeah, they apparently the, there's a is a definitive definitive edition that they're coming out with or something. Yep. So that's not not quite what we wanted, but. I just, I don't know why. Like, I get annoyed when these games get announced, but then disappear for like three, four years. Which yeah. is, and Fable Four not getting announced is perplexing. But I think yeah. that's a launch, next gen title. Uh, that could be. I would hope so. Um, I, I guess we can continue talking about that because I, honestly, I think it's a good thing to have Halo be a launch title for. Oh yeah, the next Xbox. The launch titles on PS4 when it came out and Xbox One, they sucked. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a couple decent games, but it, like this, the reason why the Switch was so intriguing at the beginning was because the best game that's come out in a generation came out on launch day for that system. You know, Breath of the Wild yeah. came out for it. That's a immediate reason to buy the system. So. Yep. I'm wondering, like, if Xbox launches with Halo and Fable 4, I think that would be huge for them. Because I would be instantly in on getting an Xbox just to play those two. Absolutely. That's that's great stuff right there. Uh, so, yeah, 
there's that. Uh, moving on to Bethesda. So Ugh. Bethesda, I feel like, went about how I expected it would. Uh, there was a lot of Fallout 76. They kind of uh, not apologized, but said, you know, they're working on, on fixing things that, that needed to be fixed. There's a lot of Elder Scrolls online, a lot of Doom, which, you know, I knew I was going to be interested in Doom anyway. Uh, there was two things from this that I was interested in. Uh, two new games, actually, and that's Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. I, w- I was into Deathloop. Yeah. Um, neither one of these games had anything that we could, you know, chew on, I guess. But they they both seemed interesting to me. Uh, again, new IPs. So, um, Elder Scrolls Blades coming to Nintendo. We can go back to those in a second. Uh, the the only th- other thing I was a little bit interested in was Elder Scrolls Blades coming to Nintendo Switch with crossplay and save. Eh. The best part about their conference was the people up front screaming after every three or four words whoever yes. was presenting was saying. I couldn't yes. tell if they were paid drunk or trying to troll yeah um that that was a good part of it but also the developer i think it was she was a developer for ghostwire tokyo Mm -hmm. um i i can't remember her name right now but yeah she was like really excited uh you could tell she was passionate about uh, ghostwire tokyo Uh, that was that was a nice that was a nice it was a, a touching and real moment you know yeah to see her enthusiasm for the for the game that that uh, she was a part of so that was that was cool too um mm-hmm. again we don't know anything about those two games other than you know that uh, De- De- loop was a little bit a little bit more flushed out uh so yeah death loops made by arcane so arcane, um yeah. i have high hopes for that one i don't know if i hope they don't disappoint me but yeah definitely with you i was semi-intrigued by elder scrolls online too so for the rest like don't care about wolfenstein i honestly it might be the only person but i don't care about doom yeah uh rage stuff like i'm interested in rage but when it's like ten dollars right i sworn off elder scroll blades yeah i i've played it a little bit it's it, i probably won't end up playing it on the switch um i have zero interest in commander keen anytime they try out mobile i just immediately lose interest it's not the place to do mobile. No, I can't. It, I just hate it. And I know, like, that's it's a big money maker for a lot of these studios, is mobile games, which is surprising. Um, but I just, I can't, I can't get into mobile games. I just can't. Well, the problem was Bethesda was so successful with uh, Fallout Shelter that now they're like, wow, we can just trot out a mobile game. Yeah. But they just capitalized on the Fallout Four hype with that. Yeah absolutely uh yeah Which, commander keen apparently is a ip from a while ago i had never heard of it but i'm definitely not interested in that i didn't no. care one bit nope i'm with you i was like i said ghostwire tokyo deathloop and some other scrolls online stuff that was about all i was like intrigued by yeah uh, i thought this was the the worst yeah by by a wide margin even I try not to be too negative, but there really just wasn't a lot of stuff there for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about it, unfortunately. Let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, go for it. So, <laughs> I feel like game developers don't win because people ripped Blizzard for not announcing Diablo 4. 
when it, before it was too early. Elder Scrolls Six got announced last year, and we are five, six years from that game. Yeah, and they're getting ripped. What like if you're what do you do if you're a developer? You really can't win, I don't think. And this is me defending Bethesda a little bit here, but yeah, like what 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 are you supposed to do? Well, I, I mean, it's it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, because people are like, well, we want to see something from Starfield, we want to see something from Elder Scrolls Six, but I think they know starfield may come out late next year may uh but but i think people are putting it more in 2021 and yeah elder the next elder scrolls like 2022 like it's it's a ways away yeah so you know people people want that but you know when it's not there they're they're upset about that too so yeah people were upset that they said beforehand that you would see no starfield or final or elder scrolls um six yeah like well i mean Yep. I don't know. You wouldn't. You're not going to win either way. So no, no, absolutely not. Uh, next up was the PC gaming show. The PC gaming show was in the afternoon on Sunday, or was it evening Sunday? It was Monday. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It was Monday uh, at one. That's right, Monday at one. Yep. Uh, there also wasn't a ton here of no. I, I watched the whole thing and uh, as much as I could. Uh, there was Midnight Ghost Hunt, which I thought looked interesting. Did you did you see anything from that? Yeah, I actually watched uh, the PC gaming show, but mm-hmm. I was I don't know, not impressed with anything. Yeah, there was I mean, there, there was some decent stuff there, but nothing that that stood out. That game actually looks really interesting. Sounds really interesting. Um, in it, you play uh, a team of ghost hunters. I think I think it's a multiplayer game. Um, there's a team of ghost hunters, a team of ghosts. The ghosts try to hide in the house uh to avoid the the ghost hunters but uh they can actually damage and hurt the the ghost hunters uh, but there's a certain point where the the tables turn uh, i think once it hits midnight and then the ghosts get more powerful and the ghost hunters have to try to extract at that point so uh seems really neat the other thing that was interesting was a actually a hardware announcement it's a samsung gaming monitor it's a 27 inch monitor 1080p g-sync 240 hertz curved monitor for 400 bucks i thought that was a really really good deal especially for a samsung monitor yeah definitely they're usually way more expensive right yeah 240 hertz too like that's crazy that's crazy high frame rate um again g-sync stuff is always more expensive there's a very high g-sync tax so uh 400 bucks for that's really quite the steal uh, the last thing of interest was they talked about uh, there's some Borderlands three stuff in in there. Um, I'm in all in for Borderlands three, so yeah, I don't think I need to talk about that. But the Baldur's Gate three stuff. Oh uh, yeah, going to be Baldur's Gate three is going to be developed by Larian, and I think that's I was talking to Reefer uh, that he was saying that that's his favorite announcement, and I, I that's one of the top announcements for me too. I think Larian is the perfect studio to do Baldur's Gate three literally took the words out of my mouth right there yeah larian they're they're perfect for it it was also surprising i never expected i honestly thought Baldur's gate was was dead so yeah i mean when's the when did the last one come out oh 15 years ago yeah like i feel like it came out in the late 2000s or early 2000s late 90s yeah um i'll look up the date right now because i i don't remember but i think they came out close together too and then nothing from it since. But yeah, I mean, Larian has a really good track record. Uh, Divinity Original Sin is one of the best um, 
tactical games that we've gotten probably within the last couple of years. So um, it's the perfect marriage, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate 2 release date. Not seeing. I'm seeing enhanced edition release date, but that's not what I want. OG. It was September 21st, 2000, was when Baldur's Gate 2 came out. Wow. <laughs> so that's that, 19, almost 19 years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the PC gaming show. Again, not, not, not a ton of stuff there. Uh, next up was Ubisoft, which launched their show with Watch Dogs Legion, a game that I went into the show having zero interest in. <sighs> Yep. <laughs> uh, and a game I left the show actually having quite a bit of interest in. It really surprised me. I'm, I'm into it. So essentially the hook for Watch Dogs Legion is you can recruit any citizen. It takes place in London. And you can recruit any citizen in the entire game uh, to your cause. To, to I think it's DedSec is the, is the, the group that you're, that you're in. And uh, they all have their own individual skills and goals and uh entry missions into the to get into the into the dead sec uh they showed one of a guy who was uh was he a drone a drone expert maybe yep drone Um, expert well yeah i mean it started off with with this this character ian going out and and trying to find a drone expert uh he ends up dying uh but dying in this game is is permanently dying so he is no longer a member of of dead sec uh and then you know someone else from the team helps uh helps them get this this drone expert and uh she's got to free him first of all because he gets himself captured and then she she convinces him to to join dead sec um (laughs) but another one of the top moments of the thing was the hacker hacker granny oh my god i couldn't tell (laughs) if they were doing that to be funny or like if they're like no she's actually an amazing character yeah she is an amazing character yeah you can legitimately uh recruit 80 year old grandmothers to your to your cause she's she apparently is a retired spy and that's what which explains why she's able to kill everybody (laughs) uh you know there's one where she taps a soldier on the on the shoulder and he turns around she just shoots him right in the face like that's so cool Uh, i am fascinated with how this game narratively is going to work i have no clue like yeah i mean legion is a great name for it too because you know legion is uh we you know we are the many uh, so yeah, you can literally recruit any citizen in London, and and permadeath is a thing. So honestly, I'm really into it. I'm I'm excited for this one now. I put Watch Dogs Legion in my top four, five games of E3 this year. Yeah. I came away thoroughly impressed and excited to play it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm in the same same boat. Which um, is good. The... I would rather have that than be disappointed by things. I would rather things, uh, you know, take me by surprise and and blow me out of the water the way Watch Dogs Legion did than, yeah, uh, things disappointing me like like some of the other stuff that that we've talked about. So, yeah, and like how there's like a permadeath mechanic too is a really cool idea. Like, I I loved seeing what I saw from Legion and like when it got leaked, what like all the details on, it, I'm like, ah. Eh, whatever i didn't even look at any of them i just saw oh uh, you know i saw the headline oh watchdogs legion i didn't care and actually eric <laughs> eric eric was like did anyone ask for another watchdogs and we were like no not really nope. um but now as i said i'm i'm totally into it i will i will definitely play it you know I, i'm hoping I'm, I'm actually hoping i can play this one on stadia when it comes out 
mm-hmm. really like to play it with really good graphics unless i can somehow afford a new computer before then yeah um, i'd like to try this one on stadia if if all all goes well with that so this game even like impressed games media too which is that's saying a lot yeah games, it is saying games a lot media tends to be jaded yep so. <laughs> at least the games media that i pay attention to were like yeah Watch Dogs legion looks pretty cool yeah uh, so there was that. The only other thing that I thought was cool from Ubisoft's press conference was Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Uh, so Gods and Monsters, a lot of people were saying that's like a Breath of the Wild clone. I didn't get that impression from it. Uh, it takes some cues from Breath of the Wild, but it looks like it's uh, it's a Greek mythology kind of like open world game. Uh, looks really colorful, really pretty, uh, really neat uh, setting, I guess, Greek mythology, so... Didn't see a lot from that one, but definitely, definitely interested. Yeah, so where I was talking about recently that, like, a lot of games were being announced with just, like, a teaser, and, like, you have no context for it. This is was the main game I'm talking about. Uh-huh. This is made by the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey team, uh-huh. which is interesting in a lot of ways, because that, in my opinion, is the best Assassin's Creed game. So they have that going for it, and Ubisoft trusts this team enough to put together... $60 game in the year and a half of development time. Because it's not like they're using the same engine that Assassin's Creed Odyssey used. It's completely right. different. So I'm very interested because it got a February 25th, 2020 release date. Um, I So I'm very intrigued to see what this is, how it comes out. And I have high hopes for it because you put Breath of the Wild, tell me it's made by the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, te- Odyssey team, which is my second favorite game of all time. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> coming out not too far in in advance so yeah yeah i'm in for this game i can't wait for it yeah i'm very 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 excited for that one uh other stuff that they had they had a lot of uh they had updates for a lot of their their current games um one of the things i thought was cool that i didn't actually write down in my notes but they added a uh quest creation mode in assassin's creed odyssey Oh man! Uh, and apparently, people yeah, people are having having some fun with that one. So yeah, that's gonna be cool to uh, see what comes from that. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, <laughs> Division two stuff that they had that I didn't have any context for because I haven't haven't played it. Um, uh, Just Dance is coming to the Wii. Just Dance, yeah, they did a Just Dance number. Me and Will commented on how they always have to have a Just never Dance gets, number. Never gets old. No, it doesn't. I think they're self aware now too. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, they're also doing a Ubisoft style game pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's only on PC for right now, but I did, I feel like they mentioned it's going to be coming to consoles or there it will be available on consoles in some, some yes. capacity, but at least for right now it's, it's, uh, they're going to have a beta on PC and starting in September. Um, but it's got like a hundred some, some odd games on it. So I, I did sign up to, to test it when it comes out. I would love to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey that way. $15 a month. Yeah, over 100 games. It's going to have new releases like Watch Dogs Legions launches September 3rd. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to have this like I do Game Pass for Xbox, but, um, you know, if there's there's a, a Ubisoft game that I want to try that I don't necessarily want to shell out all the money for, I can use that to try it. So, Like like maybe Roller Champions, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I put that in my didn't like list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't i heard about it before and i'm like that sounds neat but when i saw it i was like nah not interested yeah they have a demo on computer or on pc i probably won't won't play it uh 
so there was that one that didn't do anything for me. The new Ghost Recon didn't really do anything for me, uh, oh. except for the the on stage dog, who was adorable and and a very very good boy. So, <laughs> um, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, uh, Division Rainbow Division stuff, Rainbow Six Siege stuff. I didn't really have much interest in any of that. So a lot of Tom Clancy. A lot of Tom Clancy, yeah. Uh, Elite Squad, Elite Squad was the mobile game too, so that was a that was a big no no for me. Yep. <laughs> no, thank you. So that was Ubisoft. Hey, Ubisoft, I thought was okay. Um, obviously, like I said, uh, Watch Dogs Legion very very much surpassed my expectations for it, and God's Monsters looks cool. So. Yep. Beginning and end really made it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Idaho Jake says my kids and I like Just Dance on the Switch. Just Dance is great. Yeah, I bet you I might. Pick I, on it, but... I bet you my daughter would love it. Oh yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll end up getting it on the Switch too. Uh, he also says Roller Champs look like Rocket League on roller skates. I think that's what they were going for too. To be honest. Yep, definitely. I th- I even feel like Eric told us that that Ubisoft was trying to do a Rocket League type thing. I don't think anything's topping Rocket League. No, probably not. The king right now. Yeah. Uh, so on to Square Enix. Uh, Square Enix was Monday night. I think it started at 9. Uh, they opened up with the Final Fantasy VII remake, uh, which I've been kind of crapping on ever since it got announced. Uh, but I was I came away impressed by it. I, I'm liking the gameplay. I'm liking how... Uh, it really feels like it's going to stay true to the Final Fantasy VII, the original. You know, I don't know, Dan. There was one scene where Eris is Cloud are walking through the town to, or the streets of Midgar, and like these like ghost spirit things come up, and they're like, "That's from Crisis Core. That's not in Final Fantasy VII." Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> so bite me people yeah you can't shut up yeah you can't please everybody uh no, that... I, I thought it looks cool i think that i th- I really think the combat system is going to be good uh, oh, people yeah. people that have played it said the combat system is good um so there's that i didn't uh, watch but... a lot of like long sections of gameplay for a lot of stuff but i watched all of final fantasy 7's gameplay yeah uh they also unveiled tifa which people were really really psyched for People went wild. Yes, they did. I was kind of surprised. Like, I mean, I wanted to see and... Tifa too because Tifa was one of my favorite characters from that game. But I think she's the best character in that game. Yeah, I would agree with that. She's the only one that's not. She's the most level-headed one because Cloud's insane. Yep, Cloud's insane. Barrett's insane. Eris dies. Eris dies. Yeah, Eris would be the other level-headed one, but she's not <laughs> in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they showed up Sephiroth too, but like Tifa got all the all the love yeah so i came away really excited and we're getting it march 3rd of 2020 at least disc one they have since been asked how many discs that the game's gonna be and they said they have no idea (laughs) so that's i don't it's a that's a little worrying but honestly i think what they have so far is 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 good so my guess is they have an idea yeah but they don't want to say for sure yeah, um, I'm going to say that they're going to probably get this in three discs, if I were to guess. I hope so. That would be nice. Um, and I'm kind of okay with it right now. It's going to suck if I spend $180 on the Final Fantasy VII remake. Sure. But 
that's the only thing I don't love from what I've seen so far. Because everything else, I think I've been incredibly impressed with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there was that. There's lots of minor interesting announcements. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster is coming out. Final Fantasy VIII's been missing for a long time. So, how can Final Fantasy VIII get something before Tactics? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, I read somewhere it might have been on Reddit that the code from Final Fantasy VIII was missing, and that's why that it hasn't been on anything because they haven't been able to like fix it to that's funny to, actually to, to get it out on the system so that's actually really funny yeah <laughs> uh there's that last remnant is now on switch which was cool a cool announcement i'll i'll be getting that at some point i actually almost bought it i i was really close too but I, i'm holding off because i wanted i wanted to hold off to see what nintendo directed yeah uh, to see if there's gonna be any any games from there uh, but I'll, I'm probably going to end up getting Cadence of Hyrule instead mm-hmm. for now. Um, so there's that. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is coming to Switch, PS4, and mobile in the fall. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'm, I, that's cool that they're they're going to put it on mobile, too. And I'm hoping there's cross-play. That would be amazing. Definitely. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is also coming to the Switch, which is also in the Nintendo Direct, so... Yeah, no surprise there. Yep. Uh, so there was that. Outriders was their new IP that they announced. That uh, it looks cool. It, again, it, I I have a hard time with the the online only stuff, but uh, the the world looked cool. Uh, this little bit that they showed looked cool. So I'm also having an issue with all of the games that start with out right now or outer. Yeah. Um, it, it, that, it is getting confusing. There's like nine games at this point that have started with out yep Um, outer wilds and outer worlds being the most confusing of the two there's outriders there's outer ward or outward or something like that Uh um there's another one i'm pretty sure too it's too much it is too much totally agree uh and then last but not least from all of that was marvel avengers so this is the crystal dynamics game uh, that I know, at least up until some stuff was announced about it, people were really excited for. Apparently, it's going to be a live service game. Um, I'm not into the comic book stuff. I thought it looked kind of neat, but I, I have, other than that, I have zero interest in it. People were upset about the voice acting, uh, that it's not the actual actors who play these characters. The designs are a little bit different. They did say on stage, though, that it's Crystal Dynamics' take on the Marvel uh Mar- on the marvel properties um Uh-oh. so yeah you people people did weren't weren't thrilled with with that um for different reasons than me i i don't care about superhero stuff so no. didn't, didn't do anything for me uh but yeah people that are really into it weren't happy that it wasn't that it was voiced like i said voiced by other actors even though they're really famous like nolan north is one of them or bailey is one uh of them. troy baker troy i'm pretty baker sure is there. yeah like these are really great voice actors so Uh, Dan, I want to uh, shout out a game that I'm kind of interested in. Yep, uh, it's from Tokyo, Tokyo RPG Factory. Uh-huh. I liked I Am Setsuna. I think I was the only one that enjoyed it all the way through. Yeah, uh, I but thought it was okay. Oninaki is coming out. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty pretty excited for that one. I it might it's pretty much going to be another soulish JRPG. I've already expected that, but uh, like I Am Setsuna or La- Lost Sphere. 
but I'm excited for it. I will probably probably be getting it because it'll be in August, and I don't think anything's really coming out in August. I should double check that though. Um, Astral Chain is coming out in August. Right, around that same time too. August <laughs> August thirtieth is Astral Chain. Yeah, maybe not. Sorry, I misspoke. That's alright. But. Yep, that's uh, that's a game that I am at least interested in getting. Uh, actually, it's only those two for that month, so maybe I will get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Square Enix. I thought Square Enix was okay. Uh, like I said, I, I really enjoyed what I saw from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Other than that, there wasn't a ton there uh, for me. Lots of little interesting announcements, but there was, there was a lot of stuff there. It was, it was pretty packed. I think I had it as my second favorite conference. Yeah, a lot of people did. I, I personally like Microsoft's better, but... Um, oh, um, only Square Enix would be Square Enix would be a, a close third. It's only because of the Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, that really that really made it for me, um, and a lot of other people. I think definitely, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was the coolest part. Uh, so, last but not least, Nintendo's Direct, which was yesterday, oh, uh, starting at noon. Uh, this was at least for me by far the best one. No, yeah, a lot, no lot of stuff here. Um, one of the things I like that they did with this one was they didn't show hardly any Mario Maker, which is coming out in a couple weeks, which I thought was good because they showed a lot of that during the Treehouse. And then they didn't show a lot of Pokemon stuff. It was just a very brief Pokemon thing. They could have they could have beat us over the head with Pokemon if they wanted. Uh, they didn't. They gave plenty of time to other things that they uh, either hadn't announced very much of or hadn't announced at all. Uh, and I was I was very thankful for that because I really thought they were going to beat us over the head with Mario Maker and Pokemon. We do have a Pokemon story to discuss. Yes, we have po- some Pokemon controversy to talk about, definitely. We also, Nintendo pretty much took a stand against Crunch Time, too, with oh, Animal cool. Crossing. Uh, the reason it got delayed to March 20, 20th of 2020 is because they didn't want their employees to have to deal with Crunch. Oh, that's nice of them. Um, I don't... So Nintendo- I don't think anyone's going to mind that either, you know? No, no, not at all. I was okay with it. It's, you know, playing a game so happy, like like Animal Crossing, it's a happy, fun, fun-loving game. Just people's blood, sweat, and tears are in that, and a crunch of 18-hour workdays that would just feel wrong. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess it's probably for the better. Yep. And that Bowser guy, is Doug Bowser? Doug Bowser, yep. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they they had a, a funny bit, which which I'll get into. So, yeah. So they started off with the Smash Brothers cinematic. Um, always well done. These are they sh- they could make movies out of these things that they're that good. Yep. Uh, and that's that the Dragon Quest Eleven hero will be in Smash. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to be the DLC character number two, right? Yeah, he's the next. He's coming summertime. Okay. Um, and he is it him and his the other Dragon Quest heroes. So they're costumes. Oh, they're. Okay, costumes for the for the Dragon Quest. Yeah, so it's gotcha. one singular character, but um, each character represents a hero from the different Dragon Quest games. So it's basically the main hero from a bunch of different Dragon Quest games. You just okay. switch between costumes that you want. Okay, cool. I'm glad you're able to clear that up because that I I didn't have a good understanding of that. So uh, yeah, I only knew that because I had to like read about it because I was like, why did we just get like nine different characters? Yeah, that's that's what I wondered too. Uh, that's what it seemed like. I even watched this twice, and I didn't didn't pick that up. So, like, oh man, we we literally got like eight characters yep. from for Smash, but that's that's kind of what uh, that's what they're doing for it. Yeah. So in tandem with that, they also announced that Dragon Quest XI S is coming to Switch. 
It's coming out September 27th. Uh, it's probably going to be a buy for me. I would very much like... I played a little bit on PC, and I love it, but that's a game I need to have on the Switch. Uh, and th- that's the mm-hmm. one... I don't think the PC version has this, but it, it, you could switch back and forth between the old-style Dragon Quest and Dragon Quest Eleven, mm-hmm. which is super cool. So... So there was that. Next up on the list was the Doug Bowser introduction as the president of Nintendo of America. Uh, at first, it was Bowser that came up on stage and started giving a presentation, and they're like, uh, wrong Bowser. Yeah, that... Once again, Nintendo showing their self-aware. Yes. <laughs> they, they, they understood the confusion. Uh, next up on the list was Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, so, so pumped for this game. Looks really awesome. Yeah. Uh, my kids are psyched about it. I'm psyched about it. I didn't play the Luigi's Mansions, but I'll I'll be able to play one soon here. I'll talk about it during my week. But yeah, the 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 games look awesome. We watch a lot of uh, Zach Scott games and his Luigi's Mansion walkthroughs. So very cool. Yep, I'm I'm pumped for this game. It's yep. very. It's coming out. They didn't give a release date, but they did say 2019. So 20, it'll be out 2019. It'll, I'm I'm gonna guess October. They want to get it out in October, the spooky stuff. So, yeah. Well, looking through it, they don't have a game, a big game coming out in October because they have one in this month. I think they have one in July. Yep, Fire Emblem. Fire which Emblem. We'll, talk, we'll talk about very shortly. They have um, Astral Chain in August, September. Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening in that Damon X Machina yeah. is another one. Yep. So I would guess Luigi's Mansion. You are right. Will be October. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. It's got 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 up to four player co op, maybe even eight player co op, but I know at least four player co op. Um, you could play as Goo Gooigi, I think it is. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a like a gelatinous version of Luigi that can help with puzzles. I think if you're even if you're playing it single player, you can use the Gooigi to help you solve puzzles. But yeah, it looks looks really good. Uh, so next on the list was Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. Yeah. Uh, l- that looks awesome. This is uh, this is right up our alley. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics fans. There's not enough of these types of games. Um, it might actually even get me to play to watch the Dark Crystal stuff on, on Netflix. Wait, is that a real show? Yeah, it's, 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 it was a movie back in the 80s that they're... Re- I don't know if they're remaking it into a show or a movie. Um... But yeah, it's going to be on Netflix, and this is uh, a video game version of it. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's um, cool. But they showed some cool gameplay elements, like uh, terrain destruction. There's one where a, a spell hits a, a stone pillar, and the stone pillar falls onto one of the guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it it's a tactics game. It looks great, and I'm excited for it. I saw somebody online say every series should just have a tactics game, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yep. I, yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> think of something that wouldn't be good with a, a tactics. tactics game I, mario and rabbits like yeah so who would have thought <laughs> yeah so i saw that and i was like that's a really good point because as you said everything would be better with a tactics game yeah just to you know slow, slow hey i mean halo has the the strategy games so which is fantastic some, yeah something like that would be great uh, so that looked awesome link's awakening uh that's coming out in september oh yeah we've talked about that a lot it looks amazing uh, i will be buying that when it comes out i don't think we need to talk more about that it's good stuff. no it's uh 
just a beautiful recreation of Link's Awakening, and I've never played it, so it's going to be nice being able to play it with the modern amenities of a current gaming. Yep, absolutely. I bet I bet it still holds up, but they did okay. they did tweak some things, and and uh, again, I will give credit to the Nintendo Treehouse stuff. They showed probably an hour total of Link's Awakening gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing off the new features, gameplay, all that stuff, and I, I love that. It, it sold me on a few things. So, but Link's Awakening, I was I was on board for as soon as they announced it. Yep, same here. Uh, so next on the list, The Witcher Three is coming to the Nintendo Switch. So last week at some point, I watched a Digital Foundry video because there had been rumors about a Switch version of The Witcher Three. Uh, they were trying to match the technical specs of a Switch with a, a PC and like you know manipulating all the specs and stuff it's really cool the way they did it uh they actually ended up uh how did it work so i think they ended up getting it running fairly well at 540p which is actually what the undocked version of witcher 3 on the switch is going to be um and then it's 720p dynamic on on docked because i think cd project red announced that today on twitter um, but this is amazing. I, you know, for people that haven't gotten a chance to play this game, I know it's not going to look as good as it does on other systems, but it's such a good game. I, you know, anyone that's into RPGs should, should play it. So, mm-hmm. um, and play it on the go. Like, I love that. It's really, really cool. Yeah, no, that's, that's an awesome announcement. They were teasing it for, I don't know, a couple weeks leading up to E3. Yeah, CD Projekt Red was 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 dropping hints here and there, uh, but people were like, "Well, the Switch isn't going to be able to run that." I didn't think it would. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like it's running okay, at least from what I've seen. And and people, uh, of course, on on Reddit, dug up some other stuff that CD Projekt Red had released about it, and it looks better on the official CD Projekt Red. I don't know if that that that's a difference or not, but it looks better on the CD Projekt Red stuff for it. So, okay. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. So, I gotta talk about this. Yeah, go ahead. This is literally the most underrated game right now. I can't believe it's not being covered more. Really? Yeah, so, I think we talked about how we thought it was a little strange on that it was like a school simulator type of game. Yeah. That, That was kind of a bizarre twist, but... I guess from leaks, apparently, from people who have been close to the game, said that that was just a facade to cover up. There's a time skip, apparently, yeah, in the game. Yeah. They and talked it's... about that on the Nintendo Direct. So the, I guess... I'd be sorry, on the tr- Treehouse stuff. Go ahead. So I guess it was just a facade for... I guess the game gets pretty dark after yeah. that time skip. So what happens is they all go to the same school, even though they're from these different parts of the world. So it's the yeah. So they're from different parts of the world, and they're split into three different uh, teams, basically like houses. There's the Golden Deer, the Black Eagles, and the Blue Lions. Which is that's a little bit like like Harry Potter, I guess. And it reminds me a lot of Black Clover too, because okay. Black Clover has the different um, different teams where there's a captain for each you know team, and like they do, they're the Magic Knights that are in that team. Yeah. So it's that same similar sort of concept. And I want to say the trailer that they put out during their E3 was my favorite trailer that they put out. It reminded me so much of an anime. Yeah, like, it was very, was, very anime-esque. I, I was pumped for it. It was probably it's another one of the games that I have in my top three, and I'm so pumped to play it next month. Yeah. So I've been salivating over it. Yes. Recently. So that's that's so I'm gonna 
I'm gonna get the for these types of games. I'm gonna get the um, the voucher, Nintendo vouchers, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna use one for because it, it's you can get two digital games for a hundred dollars. Yeah. So instead of 120, or it would end up being 100, 130, I guess, because we have sales tax. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one of them is gonna be Fire Emblem, and the other one's gonna be Astral Chain. So I'm gonna get those oh. two, two games digitally for a hundred bucks instead of full price. Damn, that's a. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I'm gonna do that too. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Damon X Machina or Machina. Uh, interested, possible buy, waiting for review. Yep. On that one. Uh, but it it looks cool. I played the demo and didn't really love it, but apparently they used the demo to make gameplay changes and stuff uh, to make the game better. So uh, I, the stuff that I watched on the Treehouse looked made it look good. I think it's more the controls. Again, I have trouble with with shooter controls on a mm-hmm. controller, so I'm hoping they add motion controls, and then I, I'll be able to play it and, and like it. So there was oh, that yeah. one, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, again, I like that they didn't show too much about it; just a little little blurb here and there. Should we go over the outrage? <laughs> yeah, if you want to. Yeah, so uh, the creative director of Pokemon Sword and Shield said on the Treehouse that um, not every Pokemon is going to be in this game. If it's not in the Galar uh, Pokedex, you can't port it into the game. A lot of people are really mad about that. So for context for how I play Pokemon, when I play Pokemon, the new regions and the new gens, I always play with the Pokemon from that region, specifically the new Pokemon. My team will be based around all of the new Pokemon, and I do that and experience with the different Pokemon on different playthroughs, so I almost never use older Pokemon. Yeah. So it doesn't affect me literally at all, but I can see why people are kind of mad. Yeah. Uh, And, I I mean, I heard a little bit about the reasoning, too. The reasoning is having to balance all the Pokemon, you know, to to make at least most of them somewhat effective and viable in in a Pokemon roster. But you know, you, I mean, having to do that for what eight hundred some Pokemon plus whatever, whatever's in the new game. I guess the thing with that is, is they've been doing it on a like a handheld system. So why can't they do it on a Switch? Would be the argument to that. Can I mean, could you have ported like Pokemon from the first gen into Sun and Moon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you've been able, because people have these things called living dexes where they have every single Pokemon caught uh-huh. and they just pour them into the new games. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of that's a huge thing in the Pokemon community. Um, it's, I my guess is that I guess they have strict time constraints because Pokemon's so big. There's animes, there's movies, there's so much more planned with Pokemon um, where delaying it really isn't an option. So I think what's probably going to end up happening is. They're not going to have it at launch. They'll do a free update somewhere down the line where you can actually bring those Pokemon in. That's yeah. kind of what I think is going to happen. I mean, because a lot of it, too, is it's a completely new thing. Like, it's like they would have to fully animate every Pokemon. And I guess they already. It's, it's different. I guess they already did that with X and Y. And they just down it for the X and Y games. So the, I guess the models for all those Pokemon. For the old Pokemon that have already existed, already have the 3D models that they can put onto the Switch. Right, but but they're still 3DS models and not Switch models, you know. 
But I guess what people have since found out that they have upresed it for, they have the models made for the Switch, but they just downgraded them for the 3DS when they were doing X and Y and Sun and Moon. Is there any confirmation on that, or is that someone's conjecture? That's what everybody was found out. I don't know how much how true it is, but I guess that's what they did. That sounds like bunk to me. Again, who knows, really? I think, honestly, like I said, I think they just they're on a time crunch. I don't. People shouldn't. I really, I, like I said, I think that I get why people are upset, but enjoy the game with the new Pokemon, and then when they put out the free update to bring all the Pokemon in, because I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, play the, play the game with the new Pokemon, enjoy it, and then get into the competitiveness like a month or two down the road when those sure. Pokemon can't be brought in. Yeah. I could be wrong though. They could never do that, and that would suck for everybody. But um, it's not going to affect me. Yeah, so I don't I'm care. not gonna. I'm not gonna boycott the game. Yeah, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, obviously, I didn't even know you could take your Pokemon from the older games and put them in the newer games. <laughs> I knew you could do that to a, a small extent, like way back. But but anyway, yeah. I, again, I like that they didn't show too much of that. Agreed. Beat us over the head with it. Uh, so next up on the list was Astral Chain. That's the platinum game that's coming out. Uh, definitely a buy for me. Uh, just I, I I was interested just based on the pedigree of the game, but uh, this the stuff that they showed on the what's its face the treehouse really really sold me on the game. Uh, you can you know customize your own character, uh, but really it's a it's a it's about like a, a police force I guess for lack of a better word. They they protect people from uh demonic invasions from another dimension uh and the gameplay looks great obviously the combat system it's a platinum game i love their combat so it looks amazing you've provided more insight on what this game is about because i've been sold on it since i first saw it and i have had no clue what it's about so now i know a little bit about what's going on yeah uh it it looks really good i'm sure it's gonna play well so yeah, pumped for that one. That's like I said, that's going to be part two of my my Nintendo digital voucher. Yep. Purchase over the summer. Um, so there's that one. Empire of Sin. Empire of Sin is a Prohibition era gangster game. Really interested in this one. Uh, what they showed looked really good, um, both graphically and and you know thematically and uh, the possibilities there. Uh, it's apparently a strategy game, but it looks like it's also like a top-down kind of shooter. Uh, I don't know if it's like turn-based or real-time, but uh, definitely interested in that one. Looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah. Uh, there's that one. Next up on the list is Cadence of Hyrule. So Cadence of Hyrule is by the, by, made by the people who did crypto the necrodancer and it's kind of been the same vein like a rhythm action uh adventure game that i'm probably gonna end up getting i think it comes out tomorrow yep tomorrow june 13th yeah it looks looks good um so there was that one banjo kazooie coming to smash i called it yes when you microsoft did. said watch nintendo yep that's, <laughs> I knew that's, i knew it was gonna be that that is absolutely uh yeah you definitely definitely called that will the trailer for it was pretty cool it was cool uh it was king k rule and donkey kong and diddy kong like sleeping in their house (laughs) uh diddy kong wakes them up 
that they look out the window and down comes what you think is the silhouette of banjo kazooie but it ends up being duck hunt dog which I saw the silhouette. I'm like, oh, that's Banjo. And then it was Duck Hunt. I was like, wait, yeah, what, did, I miss, did I miss something? <laughs> Are they pulling the rug out from underneath us? What's going <laughs> yeah. on here? Uh, and, you know, the Duck Hunt dog does his annoying taunts. And then all of a sudden he gets kicked in the face by the actual Banjo-Kazooie coming to smash. That's a great addition. Yeah. I did, when, when people talked about wanting Banjo, I was, like, always opposed to it. But seeing Banjo and seeing how happy everyone is, I'm like, you know what? I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, people people were definitely thrilled with that, like beyond thrilled. So, because I feel like a lot of people were kind of lukewarm on the hero from Dragon Quest being added. Yeah, no, you're right. I didn't even know that. He, so Banjo is going to be DLC three character three, right? Yep. So he's going to be coming out in the fall. Fall. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know what the time frame was for all that stuff. So that also deconfirms the leak where people said it was going to be. Um, Doom Guy, Steve from Minecraft, the Theater Rhythm character, Chorus uh-huh. Kids. Uh-huh. I think that's what uh, that leak said. So that deconfirms that leak. Right. Yeah, because there's only two more, God. right? Yeah, two more. I would assume I'd... Doom Guy would, would be out before Doom comes out, right? Probably, yeah. I would guess they probably do another season pass at some point. I think the lifespan for this Smash is going to be the entire Switch lifespan. So. Yeah. They'll probably I could see them doing more DLC characters. Fine with me. Yeah, Sam, I'm fine with that too. Uh, so yeah, that brings us to our last announcement from the Nintendo Switch. Real quick, real oh, quick. Yeah, go ahead. I did want to bring up Hollow Knight Silk Song, which oh, showed off yeah. a little bit. Okay, yep. They they had a little montage with a bunch of stuff that's coming soon. So I guess it said coming soon. And that was showing off with all the games that are coming out no later than fall. So I think Silk Song's coming this year, uh-huh. which I'm pumped because I'm a huge Hollow Knight fan right now. So yeah, there, there's really... a lot of good stuff in there, too. That's when they announced Spyro Reignited Trilogies coming to the Switch. And PC same day. PC same day, yeah. I'm really tempted to buy it again, even though yeah. I have it on Xbox. I think I might get it again, too. <laughs> so... Nino Cooney, yeah, remake. The, yep. Nino Cooney's coming to the Switch. Uh, that was about da- Dauntless is coming. Yeah, oh, Dauntless. Year. That's right. Yeah, that was about the things that I was kind of interested in. Yep. But the biggest announcement. So yeah, last but not least, uh, they showed a trailer for what what is going to end up being the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, and I squeed a little bit. Oh man. Dan, I now I saw the art style and I was like, this looks like Breath of the Wild. I was eating <laughs> I was eating pancakes while I was watching uh-huh. this and like I was putting some in my mouth and I saw the art style. I'm like, this looks like Breath of the Wild, so I set the plate down and like started like watching more intently and I was uh-huh. like, Okay, it's obviously gonna be DLC. No, full on game. Full on sequel. So we I mean we knew this was coming. There they had been posted job job stuff for hiring developers and whatnot. Um, but really like what made it interesting for me was how dark the tone is for, for this, uh, the, the trailer shows Link and Zelda adventuring together, which I think is, is cool. That would be awesome if they, maybe even if you can switch out characters, I don't know how they're going to do it. There's, there's a lot of speculation out there, but it's a very, very dark tone. It's a very almost horror tone to it that, that that's what it seems like so far. 
So yeah, we have. There's a couple things I wanted to talk about with this because we really have no idea what's gonna happen with this because yeah. we just got that short trailer and yep. no one really kind of knows how far out it is. So um, Zelda has a haircut, so a lot of people are kind of wondering if Zelda is going to be a playable character in this one. Um, and actually, someone asked the creative director, and he responded with, "Well, why do you think that's a that's the case?" And he explained why, and he's like, "Well, I know the answer, but I'm not going to say." Uh-huh. Uh, so you can take that what you will, but I guess when people asked if Link was shown off first in Breath of the Wild, if it was going to be kind of like a non-specific gender, he said, no, Link's definitely a male. Uh-huh. Um, so he has shot down that theory before. Right. So a lot of people are saying because he didn't shoot it down, maybe Zelda could be potentially playable. Yeah. Um, or, or at least, a, you know, assist Link in, in some way. Maybe she runs the scientific stuff and link does the fighting you know that sort of thing yep like she's actually a part of the game as opposed to you just saving her yeah uh there's that it also appears people have pointed out and i didn't pick up on this but the song or music that's playing is from the twilight realm music from Uh twilight princess Uh so people are wondering if there's going to be a return to the twilight uh, so that's potential they also said it's going to be like majora's mask but darker theme wise and I guess Majora's Mask was the darkest Zelda game. Yeah. Um, it looks awesome. And that was Ganon's corpse in the trailer, too. Ganondorf, yeah. Uh, so, from, from the Nintendo 64 Ocarina of Time. Yep, resting under the resting under the castle. And the, the hand that was holding him saved Link and Zelda from dying. So when they let go of Ganon, he came back to life, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, but that like thing holding uh, Ganon back went into Link. So it looks like he gets some kind of mystical power. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, what a way to end it. Yeah, that was that was my favorite announcement by far. And like, it looks like it's taking place in the same Breath of the Wild continent, which is cool with me. I'm 100 fine with that. That means we might get it a little sooner because I have a lot of the assets already done. Yeah. Um, maybe they destroy the map a little bit and open up some different areas. And like I said, I'm fine with if it's the same map and like just a little bit different with a darker shade because theirs can always be more breath of the wild. Absolutely. Uh, and immediately when I saw that, the first thing I wanted to do was start playing breath of the wild again. I didn't, but I was real close. So, yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that, that was everything. Uh, so obviously for me, best in show was obviously Nintendo by a wide margin, which I figured would happen. A um, little bit of bias there, um, yeah. but it really for me that it just had the most stuff. Like pretty, there there wasn't too much stuff in there that I was just like, eh, whatever, you know. Yeah, no, you're spot on with uh, that. And then you know, I had the breath of the breath of the wild being my my favorite game of all time. Uh, more of that is is always a good thing. So. Good stuff from Nintendo. Definitely. Uh, any other thoughts, Will? Uh, Blues are going to win the cup. That's awesome. Is, is it still three to nothing? Four zip. Four to nothing. Wow. Yeah. Four minutes left. That's amazing. So. <laughs> looks like we're doing a pond hockey after this. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay. Let's get on to our weeks. Do you have anything you want to talk about, Will? Honestly, no. My neck's really sore right now, and I don't know why. So that's been annoying me today, but that's really the only thing going on. Okay, I've just yeah. been playing video games any free chance I've gotten. Yeah. Um, the only thing I have to talk about is it, 
along with Nintendo's E3 stuff, they have they had a Splatoon 2 World Championship and a Smash tournament, uh, both of which I watched, and it was awesome. It made me want to play Splatoon 2 again. And I've been playing Smash, so um, just made me want to play that, play it that much more. But it's, it's really cool to see high-level players play these games. Uh, I definitely picked up some, some Smash moves from watching the Smash Brothers tournament, uh, particularly, like, off-map fighting oh the hardest part of the game yeah that was something i never really even considered doing uh but now i would like to at least give it a shot so yeah that was cool uh and other than that i don't have anything for my week oh yeah my son got a 2ds oh yeah that's right that's exciting yeah he bought himself a 2ds he got a blue one it came with uh new super mario brothers 2 uh, but then he bought Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon for the 3DS. So, uh, so I will I will at least hopefully have played that before Luigi's Mansion 3 comes out, so I can have a little bit of experience with the with the series. So, yeah. um, if your son wants to borrow, he's obviously not going to want to play Fire Emblem, and probably not. That's not. I mean, that's probably. I don't even know if that's rated M. But um, put any of the Pokemon games, Dan. Just okay. let me know because I have every one, really. Yeah. So I'm sure he would. Although I don't want him to save over your stuff. Uh, I usually restart saves every time I replay them, so oh, it doesn't really, really matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll let him know. Uh, so that's all I have for my week. Uh, what we played? What'd you play? So I started playing God of War. Uh, I only played until you met Brock the first time, for people who have played the game. Uh, He's one of the people who upgrades your gear. So it was really only like two hours. Right now I've played to, uh, I think I'm at the end of Alfheim, uh, which is where I'm at right now. So Uh for people who have played it, they'll have the context for how far that is. I'm liking it a lot so far. Um, Kratos is a jerk. And it's getting to the point now where Atreus, uh, who is the, the his son, is starting to like call him out a little bit. So I really like that dynamic. It's fun um, seeing that. And I feel like they're both going to come away loving each other more by the end of the game. Um, Kratos will have his, his heart grow a little bit. So the basis of that game is Faye, who is Kratos' wife, and Atreus' mom passes away, and they're trying to take her ashes up to the mountain. Um, and that's like the journey that they're going on. But atreus and kratos are not in the headspace to really be able to do it because uh, they're both really affected by it so it's like uh i have a feeling like this story is going to end up going places and i'm really excited to see more of it i really don't know how far i am i looked up the how long to be and if you do main and extras it's 30 but if you just do main story it's 20 and i was like that's not long at all so um that's kind of what i'm doing i bet i would be in the 25 hour mark because it's not really like i'm not gonna go kill the valkyries which are in the in the game i'm not gonna do any of that i just kind of want to play through the story um but i'm really liking it the combat's fun it's hard it's a little bit like dark souls but not that hard though Uh um there's some cool abilities that i'm unlocking um yeah, I'm really having fun with it. Atreus is a beast. He really helps you out in combat. He saved my hide a couple times in some of the fights because I'm not very good at the game, which could be frustrating because you fight some hard bosses in the game. Right. Um, but he's come in handy with his arrows and jumping on the backs of enemies and stuff like that. So 
uh i am really loving god of war and after i do god of war i'm probably gonna go to persona 5 and play that until and hopefully try to beat it by the time fire emblem comes out so uh that's kind of where i'm gonna be going um i'm gonna be playing outer wilds here pretty soon too yeah because um, i would like to do an episode on that next week yeah and that game's only like 10 hours apparently so um i can you know beat that or get a good feel for the game so yeah. uh that's what that's kind of where my gaming is going to be as of right now i've had a huge urge though to play um breath of the wild and final fantasy 15 because uh, final fantasy 7 and the breath of the wild were some of my favorite stuff that i saw out of it and it piqued my interest to play those those games again yeah. um the the prequels basically yeah so that's, i'm fighting off the urge to play those right now but other than that, yeah, that's kind of really all I've been playing. I haven't had as much game time this week as I would have liked. The nice thing about having, like, I was sick a couple weeks back was I just got to binge play things. I don't have that opportunity anymore. Right. So. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, the only thing I played was more Outer Wilds. I, I played a little bit of Smash Brothers and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, most of my most of my time this past weekend was spent on, on E3 stuff. So, uh but we'll we'll do an episode on Outer Wilds next week. I, I want to save more of my my talk for it uh, until then. So, uh, without further ado, I think we can get into feedback. Looking at the my progress in God of War real quick, I think I'm a quarter of the way through. Okay, nice. So, what is that like? Thirty hours. Twenty to thirty. Twenty to thirty. Okay. Uh, so the first is from Idaho Jake who says, Hey guys, I think this year's E3 conference had something cool. Uh, each, each conference had something cool, but not sure if any of them win it for me. Put cyberpunk and star Wars, uh, got me super excited. Also, I can't wait for Marvel ultimate Alliance three on the switch. I think I'm going to binge, uh, each conference and give you guys a better update of my E3 opinion. Who you guys got tonight, Bruins or Blues? I beat Rage 2, and I might try to 100% it, or I might try and beat Mass Effect Andromeda before Ultimate Alliance comes out. Well, that's it for me, so have a great night. Uh, I agree, and we'll, we'll mention at the top of the episode that uh, everyone, every conference had at least one thing that he was interested in, and I, I kind of feel the same way, uh, even though most of the announcements were, and I don't even know if that disappointing is the right word, probably predictable. Would be a better yeah. word, better way to say it, I guess. I think I think safe was the good way to put it. Yeah, safe. Uh, so I think that's part of the reason. A lot of the stuff leaked beforehand too, so I, I don't think that helped help the the cause. Nintendo actually put a cease and desist on a guy who was leaking things. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's that's fair because it really takes takes the surprise out of it. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm glad the biggest surprises were were, you know kept safe that's you know keanu reeves and in cyberpunk and and the breath of the wild announcement if that had that stuff had leaked you know the internet would have gone crazy yeah the i'm shocked the breath of nothing like jason schreier said that he wanted that to happen but he said he wasn't expecting it what so he wild yeah he didn't even know that that was happening he's like the main insider for games yeah that's right because they didn't didn't they get a preview of all, of all the Nintendo stuff earlier in the week? I think. Maybe. That was it. Nintendo, or maybe maybe it was something else. Maybe it was Xbox, and they they that they but they didn't share the Keanu Reeves news. 
The only thing I know is uh, I listened to Split Screen after the E3, and they said he said he uh, was the most shocked by that. And I said, "What do you mean? You predicted it?" And he said, "Well, that was just a bold prediction. I didn't think it was actually happening." Oh, the Breath of the Wild thing. Yeah. yeah. So nice. Cool. Also, it's over. Yeah, Blues won the cup. That's nice. amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. That's that's great. Jake Allen is a Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> for sitting on the bench most of the second <laughs> half of the season. Uh, anyway, so that was that was from Jake, so thank you, Jake. Uh, next up is Tate. Tate says, what's up, gentlemen? Sorry it's been a minute. Uh, football season has started again, so my schedule got insanely busy, and I also start my uh, summer master's classes next week, so I'll have to Ooh. either give up on sleep or football, and it's definitely not going to be the second one. I can sleep when I'm dead. Also, my wife and I are trying to get our family started, so I guess the lack of sleep now is just preparation for the storm to come. Haven't had much time to play games for the last month or so, so I need something not too deep. Needed something not too deep, but something entertaining in small doses. Uh, that also gives me some fulfillment when I play, so I've been playing through Fallout 4 again and with some mods to change it up a bit, and it has been the perfect game for my schedule lately. I'm entertained every time I play and can get something done that makes me feel that fulfillment during a 30-minute session of playing, so it's working for me right now. E3 has been good for the most part. There hasn't been much that was too surprising to me, though. I was hoping for a little more on the surprise end of things, but alas, it wasn't so. All good, though. Uh, I'm excited for what is coming next year with Cyberpunk and Halo, as well as the new Xbox console, which I will be getting at some point. Hope you guys are doing well. Have a great week. I feel like that's the story for a lot of people. Everyone's like super busy right now with yeah. with with school ending and and all that stuff. So uh, I know I, I've been in that boat. I'm, I my kids have another after this week. It's they have another week of school and then they're done. And I'm really excited because that's it's just a lot, you know. Yeah. So it's a tough time right now. Yeah. I've noticed summer times when everybody's like. You think you're going to be more free, but everyone just gets busier. Yeah, yeah, it really does happen. So, um, hasn't had time to play games. Uh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4. That's a, that's a good one. I know Will doesn't much like Fallout 4, but... I hold, I hold back my comments for Fallout right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah, I could see that being fun in small doses. Especially, you know, if you just want to go in and build something, build, one of the, build up one of the settlements. That's That's a good time. I had, I had a lot of fun doing that, at least for the first four or five that I built. And after that, I just kind of set up some auto turrets and called it a day. Uh, and then, yeah, we were kind of in agreement with, with E3, too. Uh, not a lot of surprises. Uh, but the ones that were there were really good at the same time. Uh, as I said, the, the, the Keanu Reeves Xbox was one of my top moments, and then the new Breath of the Wild. Is one of my top moments. So, the way that I've started looking at E3 is I'm not going to be playing 15, 20 games anymore. Yeah. If I get five or six games that I really like from E3 every year, yeah. that's all I really care about at this point. Yep, I agree. Not not looking for like you, we don't have time to play that many games anymore, unfortunately. So no, it's it's a handful of good ones. Yeah, and like as you get older, you have less time, and like I can't play. 120 hour rpgs anymore yeah it takes me too long to get through them so it's nice you know having less games to play yeah being more selective i'm lucky that my video game time is rebounding a little bit because of kids and that's yeah they like to do together now too so 
that's been that's been fun. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, game giveaway. Yeah. Uh, Jake is one. Tate is two. So two, two Taterade. Tate wins the game giveaway. I actually got caught up on the game giveaway this week. Well, we had three weeks where nobody wrote in, so. Yeah, I figured it was a good, it was a good time. <laughs> We're all caught up now. So Tate, let's see, game number one. 46. 46 is Husk. Husk. Uh, 139. 139 is Gotham City Imposters Professional Kit. Gotham City Imposters. That came out. I remember that game actually. Yeah, I kind of do too. Um, nineteen. Nineteen. Screen cheat. That sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what that is. Oh God. Okay. Um, sixty-three. Sixty-three. Uh, Fidel Dungeon Rescue. I don't know. 107. 107 is Revolver 360 Reactor. Nothing good here. No. Sorry, Tate. So your choices are Husk, Gotham City Imposters Professional Kit, Screen Cheat, Fidel Dungeon Rescue, and Revolver 360 Reactor. So let us know what you want. I'll probably email you over the weekend to, to get your, your pick if I don't hear back uh, before then. So Yeah, that's the game giveaway. Uh, any other thoughts, Will? No. Uh, still excited on games. Even though it was a weaker E3, I was still very happy with a lot of the things that I saw. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Uh, next week's episode is likely going to be Outer Wilds. I'm hoping someone else plays it. I think Eric played it for a little bit. Um, I don't think he liked it. The only thing I remember him saying was the flying was hard. The, flying, was the flying is hard. It's realistic flying. Realistic space flying. So when your momentum continues, so you have, like when you're going to land into a planet, you've got to slow your momentum down, mm-hmm. match the speed, and then go in slowly or else you're going to crash it's very it's very difficult once you once you get the hang of it you're like oh this makes total sense but it's it's it throws you off at first definitely yeah Um, yeah i'll have i'll have some outer wilds time in so yeah it's i i freaking love it i can't wait to can't wait to play it again so uh yeah that's everything um subscribe to our youtube channel i've been trying to keep content flowing on that uh it's i don't know is it youtube.com slash thumbstick athletes i don't think so but uh if you go to you know into youtube and and type in thumbstick athletes you can subscribe there or you go to to our website go to our website you can uh go to our youtube channel from there uh twitch you know you can subscribe to us with twitch prime and help the podcast thumbstick athletes podcast yep just type that in on youtube and and will come up i'm sure uh, all these episodes if you're interested in watching the live stream i'm trying to refine it a little bit so this one i actually had videos playing like we did in the past i'm trying to make it look a little more professional too uh 
because the other the past few have been, just been escape windows. So I'm trying to tinker with settings and stuff to make it make it look a little nicer and give people a reason to actually watch the the YouTube versions. So uh, that'll do it for episode 412 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan, and I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.